Put it there, boy, and we'll show these fascists what a couple of hillbillies can do. You know what I mean? So there was like a netting with starfish and stuff. You may be surprised. You know what I mean? Uh, where was I going with that? Oh, yeah, the au jus. Yeah. So, yeah, I spilled the au jus on the woman. And then later I got this other job bussing tables, and it was a lot more money. Did you lose your job there? No, 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 it was fine. Yeah. Hey, hey you look. It happens. I don't remember what he said exactly, but it was something like, hey, you spill some au jus. You know, through any life, some au jus is spilled. Right. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but... Um, but then I went to him, and I'm like, hey, i got to leave this job, because I got this job bussing tables in Sedona, and I can make twice as much money bussing tables as I am waiting tables here, because it's fancier. Right. i got to do this. Right. This guy was totally hurt, like, hurt about it. Like, I'm in high school. It's a little tiny town. I went to Batbury for the Jews. Everything was something. I don't know if you brought up the Jews. That's a good point, though. But there was some, you know, there was some hint at that. Like, hey, I, you know, I gave you... His point was, I gave you your first gig waiting tables. No one else would have because you're too young and you're an OJU spiller. <laughs> okay, and uh, I, I hooked you up, son. And now what? You're just leaving now for more money? That was that was. I mean, I, I'm 16 years old at the time, you know. So, I, well, so there. You know, going through the hmm, 70s, 80s, into the 90s. Um, like in the '60s, there's a lot more job loyalty. Sure. Than going forward, that receded. Everybody, nobody expects to be at a job more than a couple of years now. You okay. Know? Well, obvious certain exceptions, but that's a much bigger deal. You, you these are all stepping stones. I to, would think so. To millionairehood. <laughs> okay. Well, the thing is, look. Here's the deal. You're in a small town. Yeah. I mean, the odds say you're probably not going to stay there anyway. Mm. You're probably going to leave when you turn 17 and go to the city. Sure. Or go to college or, you know what I mean? It was never, he never asked me what I was doing after graduation. Even I did that. I was in Sacramento. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, I mean, should this guy really have been heard about it? I mean, what, what is he putting that on a 16-year-old kid for? You know? Like, what are you, a capitalist or something? Just the kind of guy he was. I know, but I really liked them, though. Oh, well. <sighs> I think he was hurt because I think he, we had fun working together. Was, was what the deal was. Capitalism. 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 Uh, which has been turned into a movie. Hmm. Oh, that that movie. Yeah. Okay, I got another movie for you. Yeah. Number one in the nation right now on Netflix. Social dilemma. Social dilemma. Watched I watched it. it last night. I watched it last night. Oh, geez. Wow. Yes. No planning. No. So, actually, uh, the front line, um, let's see, In the Age of AI, it's called. Okay. That was last November that, that they did. So, a lot of what was on The Social Dilemma hmm. was, you know, set up by right. In the Age of AI. Oh, okay. Oh, well, this took it much further. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, and plus the people they had speaking. Right. All the founders, Sean Parker, like... like they're you know, ground zero. They're ground zero. Front row seat to... Very, very disturbing information in this documentary. Very disturbing. And the, the thing that kind of struck me was no one is behind it. Nobody knows. They set up the AI to, yes. to get more FaceTime on their to on viewers, on their And to progressively screens. learn on its own how to do that. The AI is doing it. The AI is doing it. Maybe I... five people, he said. Did... Did the AI create Proud Boys? In a way, because we also learn the AI, in its algorithm, discovers that fake something that's fake, conspiratorial fake, is six times more popular than something that's the, the truth. The truth. That's something that's that's real. So it's no one's no one's pulling the trigger on this. Of course, the AI's doing it because it has one goal, which is to increase screen time. That's it. Like, what in the hell is happening here? Frankenstein. Frankenstein. <laughs> uh, another very disturbing thing was, you know, we always talk about this moment, the technological singularity, we call it, when, when computers are more, are more intelligent than humans, are recursively uh, improving themselves at an exponential rate, and they physically, 
physically take over, right? They physically they dominate us, and it's it's a computer world, and we're enslaved. They talk about that moment, but there's a moment way before that where the computers take over the moral functioning and the information. The I mean, you know, it, it preys on our weakness to the point where it's already in control. It's just not enslaving what, you. What's the company making the robots in Terminator? Skynet. Skynet. Yeah. We're there. China has sort of. China has a neural link tracking program through their CCTV where they can track you on your eyes and oh, do yeah. all this. They, from your gate as well. They from named, behind. Yeah. They can watch you walking. They named it Skynet. Oh, after, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the official name. The of Chinese it. did. The Chinese that. ended up doing it. They beat us to the punch. So, you know, we create the tools, right? To, to assist, to help us, in this case, to make our advertising more profitable. Right. We sit back, we make a ton of money off of it. The, the market works. Slowly but surely, we're losing. We're giving everything up to the AI. Yeah. Uh, you know, suicide's up 160%. Teen depression. Teen depression. 80%. Unbelievable, right? I mean... Pizzagate. 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 Literally, <laughs> literally created by the AI. Bizarre. And so, by extension, QAnon. QAnon. Mm. The, the genocide in Miramar. Yes. Yes. Like, this is getting ugly here. I mean, is it as ugly as people jumping off the Apple factory to commit suicide? I don't know, but it's... it's... Well, the one thing I liked was, at the very end, um, they had suggestions for getting control of this thing. Right. And um, it's, so they're up against capitalism though. Yes. For the will to yes. to, to do these changes yes. in, in the AI yes. and, and in the system. Yes. Um, and there's just a lot of people that don't like to do that. And well, and then there's also a group of people that it may not be possible to do it now. Well, there's, there's that too. There's that. There's, These suggestions were no. hopeful suggestions. Yes. Like, what can we do to fix this? Well, it is what it is. Yeah, so maybe. Well, unplugging it's the only way to fix it. You know? The market-based economy. Yeah, the, the slow, gradual market-based change. Yeah. The the bottom line. Well, so that goes back. Really, that goes back to, well, certain aspects of, of, you know, bottom line morality go back to feudalism and probably before that even. But the real take, the real takeoff is, of course, the, the Industrial Revolution, hmm. where factories need a lot of workers and you want, I mean, the advantage to the business for having labor is to pay, you know, make that an expense and make it as little as possible. Well, yeah. Don't spend anything on safety. Don't spend anything on wages. Infrastructure. Yeah. Right. And uh, so uh, that's, that's kind of the model for well, this AI. Well, and, but at that time, of course, the corporate tax rate was 70, 80, upwards of 90% even in some cases. So with, within that system where they knew it would be a rampant drive to profit... They put in a little safeguard there, which means, yeah, you can make as much profit as you want, but we're going to take 70% of it and give it back to the country. So have at it. Right. And itself, it, it, it I mean, we, we had an industrial revolution. We, we, we developed, like you said, in the 50s, the best standard of living. Yeah. So this corporate structure was, I mean, at least from the outside, seemed to be working to some extent with the 70% real tax rate and... Companies forced to well, actually, invest. Uh, in the 30s, it was 90%, yeah. and that persisted into 1960, finally, would drop below 90%. Hey, and, of course, you don't want to give 90, 90 cents to the blood-sucking government, so what you end up doing is you hire more workers, you expand your operation, you you know, you know, pour it back into the business. You buy more p companies. Hence you... into the, well, that too. But 70%, you know, I mean, yeah. I mean, it limits the ability to corporate takeover to some extent. It... it, 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 it there's some all of that in sort of works in the AI too. Well, this this is the thing with the AI. I mean, it's a very simple. Have you ever heard of the the paperclip maximizer theory? It's it's a it's a that rings about. It's, it's a, what what is it? It's an apocalypse scenario that that 
scientists and it's one of the apocalypse scenarios and the scenario works like this in the not so distant future you have a factory where you're making paper clips okay so you, what you have is nanobots working with sheet metal and, uh -huh. and they're turning the sheet metal at, at the microscopic level into paper clips and you have them in a in a room that's vacuum sealed and and the, the the sheets slide in and they do their business and everything's fine paper clips come out paper clips come out sheets go in nanobots are in the room something happens the nanobots get out of the room there's some issue with the ventilation something all the air gets pumped out of the room now the nanobots are just out right a little cloud of them maybe 10,000 of them of course they have no mind they're programmed they don't even know that they're not in the room anymore do they have any AI? They, have the, all, they are single-minded, almost dronish. They have no higher thinking. Their only job is to turn... They're programmed to make paper clips. Out of, and those processes of, that lead to that. Out of whatever they can no find. No other AI involved. Nothing. Okay, no learning capability. Nothing. So you can't shut them off. You can't stop them. And what they set about to do then is to turn all organic matter on Earth into paper clips. And over time, you can't stop them. Over time, everything is turning into piles of paper clips. Are they, are they reproducing themselves? Do they repair themselves? They're eternal. They're, they're, they're using components from things they're finding to make minuscule repairs and adjustments to themselves. They are eternal. And what you end up with is a big pile of floating paper clips in space. <laughs> the paperclip maximizer. <laughs> you, right? <clears throat> That's how that works. Wow. And, 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 and the, the lesson there is we give AI a very simple task, and it does it, and it finds a better way to do it at, at the expense of all, all of all organic else. matter, yes. if, if need be. Of anything else. Anything else. <laughs> Hence our modern internet, which is... I mean, it's they they said it in the thing. It's a drug. It's 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 like a drug. It's a dopamine. Uh, oh right, uh, uh, and right. Facebook. Uh, the, the the kid that couldn't stay away for more than two days, even though he'd get a a new phone if he did it for yeah, a week. All he had to do was go one week. Yeah. That kid too in the thing. I've seen that kid in something before, <laughs> and he always plays like a real douchebaggy kid. Do you know you know you know what I mean? Do you know you remember that kid? What what else was he in? He was in something. He we, was in Mad Men. Who, who, who do you, the, 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 the three entities that are doing the control? No, 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 no. Oh, that's that guy. Yeah. Oh, that guy. Yeah. I didn't recognize that. No, I'm talking about the kid who was the kid who couldn't stay away from his phone. Oh, okay. He looked familiar to me, too, but I couldn't. I've seen him in something, and he yeah. played the same kid. He's kind of like a bad kid, but he's a good kid. Mm -hmm. And his younger sisters really like him, and, you know, he connects with them, but not really. You know what I mean? He's not happy with the mom's new boyfriend, but he's giving him a hard time. But So in the meantime, do we just get off Facebook? Well, okay, so what triggered me watching this, actually, was not just in being in Netflix. A friend on Facebook, highly respected friend, announced that he was taking Facebook off of his phone, right? He's going to continue having it on his desktop yeah. to interact with it, but in order to limit his exposure to it, he removed the app from his phone. Ah. I could almost do that. I, okay. I very rarely get on Facebook on my phone. And, and I, you know, and I, 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 well, I examine my own, you know, interaction with the, with the Internet in light of the social dilemma. Hmm. So I did, <laughs> I, I could just see those three guys back there uh, vetting my porn shows. Sure. You know? <laughs> right, and they didn't explicitly say no, that. No, they didn't. But it was stated. <laughs> Everything you watch, right? Every image, every every video, like he emphasized every. And you know, I, I, and you can you you can see where. How did this get in my feed? I just did the search on that yesterday. You know that. Sometimes kind of it's stuff. not even a search; it's a conversation that right? you're having with somebody. Right. Right. On in email or something. No, in text. in physical conversation you're having with somebody, and then oh. an ad comes up a day later. Gee. And, it, and what's this? You know, a grill. Like, I didn't, you know what I mean? Now, is that godlike or not? Omniscient? Okay, is it bad? Because I've always, so I didn't. neither bad nor good. Look, I didn't learn anything from this show. I knew all of this already. More or month. less, yes. Okay, but I had convinced myself. They go pretty deeply into the ramifications. Well, I'm, but I'm saying, I, I think, I had always convinced myself that that's a good thing. That it makes my internet time more efficient 
because the internet's constantly helping me to remember things that I was interested in. To well, that is a corollary benefit right. to keeping you on your in front of your screen as long and as as much as possible. Okay. Again, uh, it's just like so. So that's not the prime objective. Well, I, when I finished watching the thing, I was disgusted. And I'm like, I'm you know what? I'm, I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to take Facebook off of my phone. Yeah. And then I went to do it. You couldn't. Well, I'm not, I don't want to say that I couldn't. <laughs> I, 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 let's just say I came up with a quick rationalization to not do it. Oh, because sometimes you can't physically. I, there's some reason that you can't physically take the thing off. I mean, it's like uh, canceling your Cox uh, cable. You right. Know? Yeah, it's physically impossible. Yeah, right. Yeah. This is the new canceling your Cox cable scenario. And the rationalization I used was, well, that's they're not talking about me. You know what I mean? I'm not on my phone all the time. I use it a little bit. I don't. Yeah. Why should I rob myself of information? So that's a really seductive idea that yeah, it's getting these other people, yeah, but, but it's really not getting me that. Not much. getting me. I'm I'm too smart <laughs> for that. You know? I have a system at the casino. You know what I mean? I know what I'm doing. Right. You know the other thing I was thinking? Negative Man was talking about this in the 90s. Oh, right. In the 90s. Uh, he called it uh, uh, data mining sorcery, hmm. voodoo mind control. Right. Ooh, how yeah. right on was that? I know. <laughs> I know. And that's great that they always send the messenger right. and a guy in the guise of some insane person. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, is that a joke? That's like a cosmic joke, right? He called himself Cassandra. Yeah, he was Cassandra. He was Cassandra. You know, and half the time I was like, oh, whatever, old man, whatever, mm -hmm. you don't know. Mm -hmm. And then within a couple of years, like, oh, okay, well, there's a thing negative said about, you know. Laptop zombies. Laptop zombies. <laughs> Yoga sex cult. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, I told him I was going to some yoga retreat, and he was like, his opinion of, of me just <laughs> cratered out at that moment. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, so the magazine that he was partially involved with, uh, we shared space with Circle of Friends. Okay. Yoga sex cult. Yoga sex cult. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. No, I, hey, they were into tantric sex. They had the... They had the orgies right there. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, right there. 2,300. We, were, we weren't invited, but. Well, I think, no, that was the problem is, I think Negative went to one of those things, one of their things. That was what happened. He got suckered in on one of their things. Oh, that could be. I... Yeah. Like, he didn't think, it, he didn't know it was a tantric sex thing. Like, he, apparently he just, it, they had a conversation. Oh, it, wow. It missed him. You know, okay, I'll come to your thing. He didn't, he didn't, that information didn't get He across. wasn't much of a joiner. No, so he shows up to do yoga or some kind of thing, and then the clothes start coming off. And that, that <laughs> said, he did not like that. So I, that stuck with him, I think, for many years. And he was turned him off to yoga altogether, and groups, really. Yeah, so. Surprise orgy, you know. Speaking of the internet. I did wade into the cuties controversy. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Okay, so what happened? You're on Facebook. I'm on Facebook. You're minding your own business? Or I'm not uh, minding my own business because I found, okay, so I'm, I'm seeing all this right-wing stuff about, you know, pedophiles and right. they're legalizing pedophilia. Oh, and, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. and um, which they were blaming on Newsom, but uh, huh. it was tying in with the release of this movie on on. Facebook, French okay. movie, Cuties. Right. And so immediately, Ted Cruz, Tom Cotton right. are... The scions of morality. <laughs> right. Ted they Cruz. want it banned from the United States. They want it banned from... Or they want it banned from Ted Netflix. Cru yeah, or... Ted Cruz, who is definitely not the Zodiac Killer. <laughs> so let's just put that out there. <laughs> definitely not. Okay. <laughs> well, there's been a lot of conjecture. Right there, right. so there you are on Facebook. In, in the interest of fairness, little you little you got some cuties going there. So yeah, cu little cuties and it's not uh, little cuties. It's just cuties. it's just cuties. Yeah, yeah. Uh, little cuties are the little mandarins that they sell. The little oranges. Yeah, right. I yeah. hate that. You don't like those? Oh, I love them. Oh, that it says little I hate cuties the name. on there. I know, but it's cute. It's marketing. I know, but they're hate, very cute. And it's such. It's oh, I hate but that. they're small. <laughs> They're not that cute. 
I mean, compared to a regular orange. <laughs> All right. Well, Let's not get into this. So. Not get into that. Yeah. Um, but the deal is, they. Uh, so this article, and there's all these articles and all these memes about how tor- horrible this movie is. I'm getting the impression that none of these people have watched it. Oh, it's, okay. One, it's in French. Right. So that's a problem. And so, you know, I'm thinking, okay, but this sounds a little hysterical. Um, you know, maybe, but this sounds a little hysterical. So then I get, I find an article that says that's all, that's QAnon nonsense. Right. It's, it's not, you know, pedophilia. Right. It's not exploitation of young girls. Right. Um, it's a smart movie yeah. on coming, you know, of, coming age. of age between a, you know, a Muslim girl and, and then the, you know, the French culture that she, she's, the Paris culture that she's now exposed to. Oh, I see. And culture clash. Culture clash. So it's coming of age, culture clash, and... Um, and that's what this article is saying. Right. So I post it. You post the article. Just as a, you know. Hey, guys. Stipping a, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm sticking a baby toe yeah. into the, right. into the if, water. If anyone's just in, testing If anyone's the interested, there's another viewpoint on this. Okay, so it wasn't an hour. Have you no morals? I gotcha. They went after you. Yeah. Right. Um, so I kind of posted back with a... Um, you know... Don't question my morals. Uh, well, don't let our political differences question my morals, especially mm. coming from someone who's been curiously silent about child exploitation by ICE at the border. Mass hysterectomies. <sighs> I know. You know, you said that yesterday. I thought you were just being snarky. Of course I was being snarky. I didn't that realize real that thing. was real. It's real. It's real. It's real. Yeah. It's real. It's real. Well, so I, I was, you know, I was prepared for pretty much an onslaught by these people because they've been so vocal about it. Right. Well, turns out everyone else who posted piled on this guy. Ah, okay. Dog pile. Yeah. Right. He, had, he came back with one more. I said, you know, I, I, I found this article. I thought I'd post it. It seemed to counter some of the, you know, hysteria that I was seeing in the memes. And uh, so, you know, so I thought I'd, I thought it was interesting that there would be this, you know, suggestion that it was not only an exaggeration, but it even unwarranted this criticism. Right. So he comes back. It's warranted. Hmm. So then I was, can I ask you why you think it's unwarranted? Okay. You know, I'm, did he see it? Right. Uh, you know, did he read the article? Did you watch the film? Yeah. So, but nothing. Because hmm. by this time, people are... Dogpile on the rabbit. Pretty yeah. hard, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty hard, too. Well, it's low-hanging fruit. I mean, let's be honest. You get trolls that pop in on things. Anytime you have anything going on, you get a troll pop in. Right. Right. And then uh, what I've noticed now is uh, there's less trolls than before. Yeah, I've and noticed that. And there's a lot more dogpiling on the troll when it happens. So yeah. I think people are hip to it now, that some people are just trying to stir the pot and they don't have a dog in the fight. Uh, so no. I've got right wingers in my, you know. Uh, can I call it a feed? Sure. Well, that's what it is. Yeah. 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 Feeding frenzy. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chum <laughs> in the water. So I've got, uh, you know, I, I actually, I've only ever blocked three people. Okay. Um, and two of them because they were disinformation about the COVID. Oh, okay. And I, you know, I, I put that in my, you know, in my, uh, in my feed. Mm. If you're, you know, information, disinformation about COVID, that's dangerous, I'm going to block you. Oh, okay. So that happened to two people. Okay. Um, the third one was just, was actually a Harris, then Biden supporter mm. who was insane, uh, is insanely against my Bernie posts. Oh, okay. At a certain point, every 15 minutes, sometimes more frequently, he was posting insults hmm. about about Bernie and oh, about okay. directly to me. I mean, I, yeah. I I got to the point where, you know, I remember that uh, Monty Python sketch. Right. With the uh, was I came here for an argument? Oh, that's this isn't an argument. This is abuse. Yeah. Arguments down the hall. Uh, so so, know, so I blocked him. Block. Yeah, because I was, he was a Democrat, too. Hmm. I've only blocked family members. 
at this point, really. No. I've had a, I've had family members block me. Well, I've defriended family members and have tried to refriend them, and, and they are not accepting the friend request again. So that's a problem. <laughs> you know. And I think that's happened a couple cycles now, where I've been like, okay, then cancel that friend request. And then more months passed, and then I refriended them again. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah, they're out. They're out on me. Uh, I saw some some reporter saying posting saying that he lives in Ozark country. Okay, I don't know where that is, but. Uh, he says the KKK has a very strong presence where he <laughs> right, lives. Sure. And he says it's not about Trump. The support of Trump is not about Trump. It's about being anti-liberal. That's it. That's the motivation. They don't care what Trump does. The identification with him and with the Republican Party is simply anti-liberal. Sure. Now, now, totally makes sense. Now, here's the other, the other, the other, the other point is their concept of liberal. Well. In it, yes, because what they, for them it's strength, okay? And what is strength? To them, strength is not strength. Strength is simply a hatred of weakness. It's a very important point. Okay? Very fascistic. Very fascistic. So anything that could be labeled weakness, charity, uh, you know, socialism, these are all seen as, as weakness. And, and to show how strong they are, you have to, you have to really hate weakness so liberal is to them it's that's the main thing that's an excellent point too you know uh an excellent observation but the guy was saying you're trying to you're trying to address these people like hey how can you think this because of this but it's it's not working on that level it's just simply an anti-liberal reaction there isn't there isn't any information backing it it's against liberal and that's it that you know? uh you know and because lefties are Totally baffled, completely yes. baffled by, you know, how can you support grab them by the pussy? How can you support that? Making fun of disabled people. Right, right. How can you, because it's angering liberals. Right. That's it. There's nothing else on the table. Then. Yeah. Right. I, I've even seen that, you know, that <clears throat> rationale. Anger a liberal. Anger a liberal. Yeah. Because that's strength. Strength is the hatred of weakness. The only definition. Triumph as villains. Fair enough. Triumph of the will. Sounds like a restaurant. <laughs> that's, um, well, that's a, a Lenny Reifenstahl movie. Do you have a reservation, sir? It's, the, it's what um, Lenny Reifenstahl's movie about the rise of the Nazi party in, in, in Germany okay. is called. That's the name of the movie. Oh, okay. Triumph of the will. Good Lord. Yeah. Right. Yeah, all the Nazi propaganda movies had, like, weird titles. You know what I mean? You know, Olympia, our beautiful day, right. or something. Just you know, <laughs> like weird. You know, yeah. The Nazis kept meticulous records. You know <sighs> what I mean? And because they thought they were going to win for sure, and you think all this information could be celebrated. And they thought point. what they were doing was good. Right. They're improving the race. They're, there's going to be a, a bright, sunshiny world. Sunshiny world. Our sunshiny world for a thousand years. A thousand years. <laughs> Instead, gutter Damerung. Yeah, instead, you know. Com utter destruction of Germany. And then, then the other movie, One Cold Winter. That horrible cold winter. <laughs> a thousand years of utopia turned into something into else. Into something else. I, uh, I was looking at, uh, I read this article in CNN Travel, and it was uh, places to go in the United States that'll make you think you're in Europe. Okay. San so Francisco. People that can't. Was San Francisco listed? But there were all these places. St. Petersburg, Florida. Oh, okay. Which is has a lot of Spanish architecture. All right. Okay. It was like that. Yeah, okay. There's at least two Dutch villages in Michigan that are totally like Amsterdam, like like ah, Dutch right. Dutch architecture, the whole thing. Okay. Set up. Sure. There's a there's a uh, one from North. Solvang. That's the one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's here in California. No, no, Solvang was mentioned too. Oh, okay, but sure. But I think that's uh, Norway, right? Or Danish? That's a Danish village. I, I think. think you're. Uh, yeah, I'd be I think so. Solvang, Swedish. I don't know. I was thinking Swedish, but so you as, could be right. I was there as a person who's in international travel. Yeah, it's a pretty disturbing article. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like, why? <laughs> why are you telling us this? <laughs> you know what I mean? We're going to be going to Europe just fine on our own. We don't need to go to Solvang, California. Right? Yes. What are they setting us up for here? Because I'm hearing end of next year, even. 
Oh, for the COVID, yeah, yeah. sure. What sure, are we sure. doing here? Are we really going to run this thing completely into the ground? Is that the deal? Or, or Does anybody do, know? Or do you think after the election, it will magically disappear? Well, who's thinking that it's going to magically disappear? I know, but... I mean, a certain amount of herd immunity. I, you know, There's a promise made in every election by each candidate. The promise is, you vote for me, and you're going to get this. And it's not explicitly stated, but it's out there. Okay, one of the things about a virulent virus mm -hmm. is that it needs hosts. So there's, at a certain point, if it kills enough people, yes, there's, there's not enough hosts. There's not enough hosts for it to spread efficiently. It goes away that way. Herd immunity. Yeah. Right. Right. And we're not opening up because we don't want to flood the ICUs. That, that's the logic here. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. But what if the truth was that every person on Earth is going to get this? See what I'm saying? Like, no matter how we do it. We, well, I mean, we just... We trickle it like We this. just noted the scenario where that probably wouldn't happen right. because it needs the host. Hmm. But we, we could get it to a lot of people. Right. Um, <laughs> viruses and nanobots. Viruses and nanobots? We're going to be killed by nanobots. Okay? <laughs> and it isn't going to be a weapon that kills us. It'll be a tool. Yeah, just a tool being super efficient. Efficient beyond our Well, I think that's interesting. They mentioned that in the in the documentary. A tool sits there, right? Uh, traditionally, a tool is something you use to do something and when Bicycle you're not waits using for it, you to use it. You it's just sitting there. Yeah. Inert, it has no agenda, goals, activity, nothing. It waits for you to direct it. This we, we call it a tool, the internet. This is a tool. It's a tool to find information. It's a tool to make business. It's a tool to make connections. It's a tool. But it's not a tool, right? Right. Because it's not sitting there inert. It's calling to you. Yeah. It is using its advanced technology and AI to figure out more ways to get you involved. Yeah. Whether it's good or bad. Exactly. Because that's what it does. That's what it does. So can I? I'm it, being isn't used. Isn't that the the the, um, the most visceral realization of "be careful what you wish for"? Right. Well, it's not the tool. I've become the tool, right? Yes. The I'm user. The, I'm the tool. Well, they called it the user, the product. Right. Your FaceTime is what they're selling. And there's only to two. The there's only two industries that refer to its customers as users. I like that. Illegal one. drugs <laughs> and software. Right. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> <That's it. laughs> I mean, was, you know, I really had to try to, you know, think about that. And was, yeah. Huh. huh. Yeah. <laughs> huh. <laughs> Is this just some sort of accident of some, you know, lexicological accident here that those two are associated? No, it was completely innocent. It was, <laughs> what is it? You know, on its face. What is it? A syntactical anomaly. Wow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Life imitating art. Yeah. Or vice versa. Yeah, scary stuff. Scary, scary stuff. Because we got no way uh, to predict our way out of this. I mean, there were those suggestions, and they were optimistic and hopeful, but well, laws, nobody was sure yeah. that these things could be implemented. Well, and the and and the reason for that is what's not being stated, which is we are all hopelessly addicted to it. That's the reason why none of these things can work. Ultimately, is because none of us will take it off of our phones. It's part of our life. So I, how after you wake up, when do you, when are you on Facebook? How much time passes, would you say, on average, before you're checked in? Okay, yeah, th there was that right. uh, part of the movie where the, do you get on Facebook before you pee or while you pee? Yeah, those are the two choices, <laughs> right? right. <laughs> Which I, I took hard in that because yeah, it's after I pee. So, hmm. um, and I, normally I, if. So if somebody calls me in the morning, I'll look at my phone. But if nobody calls me or texts me, right. then, you know, I get up, I go to the bathroom, I do my ablutions, right. and, you know, I, and then I come to the coffee shop, and then I get on. Okay. You take your tonic of vinegar? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I think it's too bad that we don't also have all the old-timey medicine on the shelves next to the new medicines. Well, like Lydia Pinkham's compound extract of tomato. Of tomato. 
keep refrigerated. <laughs> <laughs> and you know some of that stuff worked, probably. Oh, sure. Snake Maybe. oil actually does have a therapeutic effect. Okay. Um, generally, there were wildly exaggerated claims for it. I know I bought skin lotion with snake venom in it. It's supposed to tighten the skin. I don't think it worked. <laughs> <laughs> My face felt weird. FDA though. notwithstanding. The FDA, the FDA had nothing to do with this. <laughs> I like how I can use FDA as an insult right, or, as, right. or as a, you know. Sure. Either well, way, it works either way. It's, it's true. Oh, I, it's FDA approved, huh? Well, right. So you set up this regulatory agency that in, in 1880 was absolutely necessary. Sure. Patent medicines were uh, killing people yeah. and incapacitating them permanently maiming them. Yeah. Tonic uh, of mercury. Yeah, yeah. So absolutely necessary. Um, and, and, but it's a regulatory agency that's a, you know, a little bit nanobotted to uh, its task. And, you know, if, if a stupid person gets in, they might be stupid regulations. Um, if an authoritarian regime gets in, it can be used in, for authoritarian purposes. Well, well, no matter who's getting in, we know that they used to be a lawyer for a corporation. So, well, no matter, so then no you've got, yeah, choose. now you've got foxes guarding the hen house. Right. In EPA and FDA right. and all these regulatory agencies. And so because an I'm, honest businessman trying to get his tonic of vinegar product right? <laughs> on the market has no chance. None. You know, like, Unless the AI determines that that story will, will be shared better. So, right, I'm, I'm wondering what, you know. Paperclip maximizer. <laughs> you know? Pretty simple. Uh, Kurzweil talks about foglets in his book. Kurzweil? He, Ker, uh, Ray Kurzweil, director of AI at Google. Oh, okay, okay. Gordon Moore's Law, that guy. I thought you were talking about the great Kurzweil for a second. We can talk about that, too, if you want to. Uh, now, Kurzweil says eventually all construction, all projects like that, big infrastructure projects, will be, will be uh, accomplished with the use of foglets. Foglets. Foglets are, are microscopic uh, uh, nanobots okay. that will fly to, let's say you need a bridge, a uh, suspension bridge. So the nanobots will fly and three million of those, however many billions of them, will 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 fly, de deconstruct the current bridge that's there, and reform themselves to form this perfect bridge, and can do it in minutes. And there's your bridge, and eventually buildings, your toilet, everything will slowly be replaced by foglets to the point where when you just look at a city scene. Most of the buildings you see are not buildings. They'd be foglets. They're foglets in the form of a building. Foglets will be able to uh, extract minerals and even food from the air. And this will all be done on the subatomic level. This sounds so efficient. It's very wonderful. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what could go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? Um, well, he tells what will go wrong in his book. Yes. And, and when it goes wrong is around the year 20... Well, that was my question. It goes wrong around the year 2079. And how it goes wrong is, at that point, we reach, mathematically speaking, we reach the physical limit of how small computer chips can get. Okay. From that moment forward, computers can only become more powerful by becoming larger. The AI will then convert all organic matter on the planet into computer substrate. Basically, the universe as we know it, from that point forward, will begin to reconstruct itself into a giant computer. Skynet again. Skynet again. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Of course, we have the time between like 2040 and 2080, when all this happened, is a glorious time. Oh, wonderful. Glory, absolutely glorious. We become eternal gods. Right up until the moment where the thing turned us into computers. <laughs> until the Frankenstein moment. And we're talking about half the population living in virtual reality. Another quarter of the, with no physical bodies whatsoever. A quarter of the population are robotic, fully robotic. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a dream world. It's unavoidable. Inexorable, as they say. So, beings? Foglet beings? Around 2030, 2035... 
you're going to have choices that you can make <clears throat> as a person, as a human entity on Earth. You'll have choices. One of those choices will be to extricate yourself from your physical body yeah. and live in the AI, in okay. virtual reality, in a universe that you create. Your consciousness? Your consciousness. Wow. Yes. So that's one group of humans. Some, a lot of people will choose to do that for a variety of reasons. One is you can live whatever life you want. You're not stuck into this horrible reality that you find yourself. Many people will choose to do that. Some will have enhancements to their brain and eyes so that they can interact with the AI. The cloud by that time is much more intelligent than a human. You won't be able to even talk to it without these enhancements. Some people will choose to do that. Other people will, will go fully robotic. Human consciousness, cyborg eternal body. Some will choose to do that. Sure. A fourth what about group, au natural? Who's going to do the that? The fourth group is 100% organic humans with normal lifespans. Kurzweil's an optimist. He feels that the AI will be protective and reverent of those humans that choose to live like that as founders of the AI. That's his, he's an optimist. Yeah. It's going to be wonderful. I, it's, there's, there's, sounds like a nightmare quality to it at any rate. Like what could go wrong? What's important to understand is it's not a choice that's being made to do this. Okay. Th this is the way it plays out. Which is the way these that's uh, it. Ex um, it these AI experts have explained a, the it, AI the it, way the AI works right now. It, exactly, it's <clears throat> just computing a function of computing power, and we know from Moore's law that computers double in strength about every thirteen months. <laughs> we know this, so we can actually project into the future what we'll be able to do with computing, and we reach a point very quickly where we can do a full scale simulation of this universe down to real AIs that have their own consciousness. It's just computing power that stops us from doing this. All right, so this is related, but it's a right turn here in our conversation. Um, blockchain voting. Blockchain voting. So, um, Bitcoin. Okay. And these people who, who are invested in Bitcoin yes. um, are, are saying that <clears throat> there's no way you can fake the money or hack somebody else's Correct. money because of the way the blockchain is set up. Correct. It, it traces every movement of everything forever. Exactly. Exactly. Right. So ultimate accountability. Mm-hmm. Why not vote blockchain? Okay. What do you think? I... <laughs> You know, <laughs> what I think is it's the year 2020, and I got to vote the same way a Civil War <laughs> soldier wrote a, a letter to his sweetheart. You, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's Chad's. Yeah, I'm just saying. I, I, I think what are, I think it's purposely. Obviously, our system is purposely kept arcane. Well, so I, you know. there's remarkably little voter fraud, though. Yeah, is the the real. Deal. I need to show my driver's license to vote. So I can't cheat, but the driver's license—you just mail it to me. It's no problem. I don't. I fill out a form. Yet. You see what I'm saying? Like, if there's no. Come on. Well, so one. So there's one party, unnamed, that, um, the, being a minority party, it's to their advantage to suppress the vote. Right. Get as few people to the to the polls as possible. Close polls. Uh, onerous uh, voter ID laws. Right. Uh, Unnamed party. Right. Um, what a great... I mean, how easy would voting then be if it were blockchain? Sure. You do it right from your phone. Right? <laughs> <laughs> what, what could go wrong? Send a notification. <laughs> yes or no? No, but I saw an article in Fo on Fox about... Or somebody shared it. That's what happened. Somebody shared it. It wasn't from Fox, okay? It was just from one of these right-wing things about 18,000 fake California driver's licenses that mm. they found in Chicago. Oh, right. Right. That, that came from China, they think. They're all registered Democrat to vote. Okay. I, I saw that meme. Now, beyond the fact that that's not information that's on your driver's right. license, beyond that, I decided to, to, to go down the rabbit hole okay, and try good. to find this article. Where, sure. what, where were they getting this from? The only thing I could find was an article from Fox News about 
California driver's licenses that had been seized in Chicago. There was 3,000 of them this time uh-huh. instead of 18,000. Right. Only 3,000. Nothing about them being registered to vote Democrat. That was all added in. Sure. Now, we talked about popular... Because the information's not... That information's not... It's not on there. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I could tell whether federal limits apply or or whether they're an organ donor, but that's it. (laughs) Yeah. So then we were talking the other day about popular vote in California. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) If you were going to make 18,000 fake IDs for fake Democratic voters to vote in elections, you wouldn't do them for the state of California. Right. Right? Right? Because you're already going to slaughter in the popular <laughs> vote in California anyway. Right? Exactly. What Republican votes in the uh, presidential election mean absolutely nothing in so California. So, on its face, this article is inflammatory, it's incorrect, it doesn't make any sense, but here it is by intelligent people being shared around because it fits the narrative two of... Two people right. turned it to, you know, I mean, it, infrequent though they are, two right-wingers memes posted that in my feed okay saw it twice there it is yeah not real not only not real not logical yeah okay but it fits the narrative of uh democrats are trying to steal the election to cheat us sure how do you fight against like how do i argue that against somebody do I, you just did well i know but it's like they're not it's an anti-liberal again they don't want to you know if it hurts their guy uh, they don't want to hear it. If it hurts the other guy, they're all about it. Now, truth is absolutely nowhere in that calculation. Right. It's what it seems to me. Um, and, and that's one of the things that baffles, I think, lefties so much, is how can they right. post such nonsense? Well, at, I, easily provable nonsense. Well, I think the Google, documentary... Google it, boom, you're out of the car. Well, the documentary kind of talked about that a little bit about how, how exactly how personalized your feed becomes over time. Sure. So uh, You get in deeper into an envelope. For sure, because yeah. the AI is figuring out things you like to see that will keep you engaged. Yeah. Right. So you're going to get right-wing names, too, because you engage with those as well. Right, exactly. Right. Sure. A few. Sure. But mostly it's going to be, what, what's in your feed? Music stuff. Music stuff. History stuff. There's uh, election stuff. I'm, Some election I, stuff. I engage there. Uh, so. Typically left-leaning posts yeah, well, for the most well, part. Well, yes. Yeah. However, like I say, uh, although... From time to time. The family member that I engaged, the nephew that I engaged most with, uh, he, he's a Trump supporter. Okay. Uh, he eventually did. Uh, he, he blocked me and, and uh, my son. Okay. Because we... We engage with him, and so he was one of the main ones. So right. I don't know. Maybe will that result in fewer contacts uh, on the right? I don't know. Well, I have a guy I went to high school with who's very right wing. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm not sure what his dog in the fight is because he's not like a typical MAGA guy. He's more like a he was a helicopter pilot, helicopter firefighter at one All time. Right. He lives up in the woods. I think his his dog in the fight is more my personal rights kind of thing, the liberalization. He's into the anti-liberalization movement, for Ah, sure. Um, He's very against Antifa and stuff. Of course, nothing's happening where he lives, but he talks about Portland, you know, how Portland's burning to the ground. I've engaged him several times, went to the... Does he go with uh, leftist arsonists? Just, this is not the way to protest, kind of thing. (laughs) Okay. As if somehow you have the opinion on how to protest as a civilized person. Right. Right. That's that's the thing. So I attack all of that. I've done it several times. We've gotten into it. Now I see that he's posting more stuff that's in the middle a little bit. It's not right wing anymore. It's more like let's get along. He's not saying the, the protest is bad. He's saying there's a better way. He's changed his argument a little bit from I think from our squabble. Okay. That's the one time I've had a positive effect on somebody in 15 years of of doing this it's been 75 failures at least and one sure, time sure, sure. i reached somebody sure, sure. only because i knew him for 30 years i think i have a similar um trajectory on that i mean there's been a couple damn few but there's been a couple and, that have gone, but there's oh, been a lot wow. more swing and swing and a miss yeah right? argument and nothing fruitful coming right out of exactly. everybody digging in more like a tick on their own viewpoint at the I, end I, I like that analogy right yes. yeah digging in so, what do they say insanity is? 
Oh, repeating the same action and expecting a different expecting result. Expecting a different result. Yeah. Is there a possibility here that we're engaging in these things, not in an altruistic way to save the planet, Earth, city movement, right? but rather to feel like we're above the fray because we're smart enough to know the truth, uh -huh. and therefore the unwashed masses are left to their doom on some level because I've spoken out. I've done that almost my, sounds aristocratic. I've done my part by speaking out. People know how I stand. Yeah. And that's enough. Hmm. Are we seeing the result of this? It's okay, as long as you make the comment on Facebook and defriend the person and well, I mean, You've done as opposed to, to activism or opposed as opposed to anything else. Voting? Anything else. Yeah. Almost. Any activity, let's say. What's. Because remember. What's we, the more culture changing thing that you've done? Well, keep in mind now, you're, you're, what we talk about, we're stuck in the dopamine loop, right? From the AI, right? Sure. Right? So yeah. while we're doing our activism and saving the world, our screen time is increasing. Yes. So there's a self-fulfilling thing there as well. Yeah. Remember, it's advertising. So. Well, what, what you're describing seems delusional. Very, very delusional. But it's enough because it's the horror of the reality. You know, if you want to look at it that way. And, right. and well, to go back to my my uh, my observation just a couple of seconds ago, it sounds aristocratic. It sounds like I've got the goods. I know the answer. I know the answer. I know the answer. Yeah. Right. I'm smart, and I know I'm the smart, answer. and right. everybody else is everyone is unwashed. Not as smart. Everyone's unwashed. The great unwashed is what the great unwashed aristocrats used to call the exactly the hoi polloi, the hoi polloi, the riffraff. Yeah, the people you have to walk through to get to where you're going. Yeah, right. Well, all right. So, well, we we talked about that monopoly, right? Did we? I don't know. The, that study? Oh, right, where the people were given half the money. Half the money. We did talk about that, yeah. And that's the phenomenon. I like the one with the wine, right? Where they take the same wine and they put it in three glasses and they have experts rate it. Oh, right. Like, this one is a $75 wine. It's all the same this wine. One's, it's all the same wine. <laughs> this one's a 25 This one's five bucks. And they rate them. Yeah. And, and write long diatribes about the nuances, you know? <laughs> Well, this is a good mid-range. You can really taste the oak. It's, it's got a it's fruity, a, blah, blah, you know, blah. And it's very impressive for them to develop this type of flavor profile <laughs> at, at a price point of $11 a bottle. Delusion. Delusion. <laughs> expert theory, expert testimony, everything. Well, my, my favorite phrase is, the mind is a terrible thing. The mind is a terrible thing. Um, I had an album that we, we, we named that, and I had a tagline, um, like... Uh, uh, like the jaws of the great white shark, like Tyrannosaurus Rex, like the god of the Old Testament. Like the god a mind is a terrible thing. A mind is thing. a terrible thing. Um, and boy, in ways that we never even imagined. And I, I, and I think we could change the world using Facebook. And I don't think the AI really cares either way, so long as we take just a little bit more FaceTime, a little more screen time to do it. That's what I'm learning. Okay, so we're up against, apparently we're up against human psychology. Taken to its, oh my goodness, the AI has determined, <laughs> the, AI, the AI on its own determined that false information works better. Works better, and it works six times better. <laughs> okay? Like you are, you spend six. It's got the numbers to prove it. it what, what would it do? What, it, what is it supposed to do? Its main function is to increase, its only function is to increase screen time that's it and if it knows by giving you false information that you'll spend six times more time it's and the reason though the reason the bottom line is so that we can sell your FaceTime to an advertiser that's it that's that's, that's it. the thing we've got to attack that's what's got to change right. that sounds eerily like a campaign finance reform <laughs> well right, right. <laughs> but it's I think it's simpler than that do people-oriented objectives for building a society hmm. rather than market, rather than bottom line, hmm. 
the bottom line is soulless. The AI is soulless. The bottom yeah, line the is AI soulless. The AI was designed to do this. Yes. To increase ad revenue by increasing this screen time. soulless That's objective. It. Let's put some soul in it. So you're asking people, people now that, I mean, Apple's valued at two trillion yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, so talking about the, the the horse getting out of the barn a little bit on this. Okay, these are these are countries now. Amazon. Oh yeah. Apple, Google. Revenue. Of these are these are these are not companies. Greater than most of the countries. Of the most world. of the countries of the world. Yeah. You know, um, so now you're going to go to them and say, look. <laughs> can't do that algorithm anymore well hey they got the guns but we got the numbers it's just we need the will we need well and there's back to will we're we're, we're hooked on crack cocaine <laughs> right. right so that's <laughs> difficult um so because you're telling them you got to stop selling cocaine that's what you're saying to them with no rules or regulations yeah to, right to, I'm, to I'm, just, I'm just trying to see what my friends are up to right right don't stop smoking crack and why do I want to see what my friends are up to? Dopamine. Dopamine. I, I get, I, you know, we're social animals. We want, and that goes back millions of years, our sociability, because it, it was an evolutionary adaption that we worked. Yes, but it was held within the framework of the tribe, yes. meaning at a maximum, the, the opinions of 100 people, let's say. So let's say it works bear. for 500 people, but it doesn't work for... 500 million. And it certainly doesn't work for, you have 1,800 friends on your list. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're not connected to any of those people. You know what I mean? Right. And the AI knows that too. I mean, uh, I'm, I was actually been recently surprised at how little my feed changes mm. in terms of the people. I mean, yeah, I've got, I've got 3,000 people in my friends list. You can override the algorithm. There's a there, you can go in there and uh -huh. change your settings and change what's shown. Sure. But you'll need to do that every time you enter. It always it, goes back to the that default. resets, but then it just keeps. Well, because that's not profitable. <laughs> your your feed is not profitable. Their feed is profitable. Yeah. Okay, hit him with an ad. Okay, get him with a meme. You're like that that guy was great. And and to you know take the to take the point further. Um, we promote this podcast uh, mm. on on Facebook. I do, do. my radio show, yeah. and I'm, you know, I've been doing that for years. And certainly, a lot more people know about that. We illegally promote because, it. well, yeah, but because of of this tool. Again, I don't think we can refer to it as a tool anymore. Right, right. It's not. It does not fit the definition of tool. I'm using it as a tool, though. But right. But it's not a tool. <clears throat> right. But I'm using it. Maybe that's the problem. I'm it using be, it as a tool. It would be more appropriate to say that you're in partnership, but without a contract, without any With stipulations, AI. regulations, yeah. anything. You're working together for a moment. <laughs> you're trying to get information. You're trying to get connection. You're trying to make money. You're, there's things you're doing online. Okay. But I'm, I guess what's more it's not a tool. dopamatic is I'm just trying to get likes. I'm trying to get, you know, attention. I'm trying to well, get... Well, you may not even be consciously aware that that's a motivating factor. That could be an externality that gives you a little bit of pleasure. And, and you, you might even take it and consider it as an aside to this important thing you're doing. When right. in reality, it's real, real strong. Yeah, right. You know, and it's I, base I level. I feel like, right, maybe I, I could take it or leave it, but probably not, right? Well, I thought I could take it or leave it till I went to go take it off my phone. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, the idea of not having access to it on my, just on my phone when I, when I work from my house and there's a desktop right there, that was too much. Like, I might have to urinate and not be able to see this while that's happening. I used to feel that way about NFL football. When I was in college, uh -huh. I used to think someday when I'm rich, I'm going to have a TV in the, every bathroom, in the hallway, everywhere there'll be a television. ESPN all over the place. Well, just so when I'm watching a game, I can have it on every TV oh, in the house. Oh, so you don't have to leave the... the I, I never miss the game. I can walk around and do anything anywhere, even outside. Go to the bathroom, miss the great play of the game. To me, that was the height of wealth. Now, it's not the TV, right? The TV's in the way. Sure. I'm holding the TV. Right, right. It's, it's in your pocket. four inches. And yeah. It, it's in your maw. 
I mean, I'm getting carpal tunnel syndrome, subtle carpal tunnel from <laughs> holding the phone. The other thing that's happening is I'm in bed. I'm looking at the phone like this. The iPhone weighs about nine pounds, okay? And I'm getting tired. I'm looking at the <laughs> phone. I'm scrolling. I barely can hold it anyway. My hand's getting tired. And what happens? I drop the phone on my face. <laughs> and I don't know about acceleration theory or any of that, but I know that a nine-pound device dropped about 12 inches hurts. Right. <laughs> and I've bled. There's some acceleration I've there. bled from this. Yeah. Yes. Sure. I'm not sure I was going with that. But, you know. <laughs> I can't get I'm, I'm hooked. I'm hopelessly, I'm hopelessly hooked. And, well, so, repurpose? Is it possible? That's what we're hoping. What, what would you turn crack cocaine into to make it, to make it something <laughs> helpful? Well, that, I'm not saying that cocaine isn't helpful. I'm not even going to go down that road. There are people, a lot of people that are hooked on cocaine in this country and are fully high-functioning addicts who are using it as fuel. Um, okay. My cocaine use was so intermittent, probably some economic realities were involved in that, okay, but um, I, I didn't like to feel bad, so I regulated my use of cocaine. I thought it was great. Okay. Well, I didn't have a problem well, with it. I mean, there was a time. I got arrested, but. Well, there was a time when, what, 15% of the country was using cocaine yeah, exactly. on a regular basis. Exactly. It was just like coffee. I think 75% of the bills still have cocaine on, on them. But. If you have more than 30 individual bills in your wallet, whatever they are, you can be arrested for cocaine possession. <laughs> like there's enough residual cocaine added all together. To give you a little buzz. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but that's what we're talking about. We're talking about a whole population, a world, 550 million people that are hooked hooked on crack it's free okay it's free they can get it anytime they want so the 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 cure then would be to put the dopamine at the service of of sociability okay. we already learned this with the rat study with the orgasm they hooked up a, the electrodes to the rat's brain right so the, the rat could push a lever and give itself an orgasm yeah and what did the rats do just went crazy. They killed themselves. They killed themselves by just sitting there and starving to death, giving themselves orgasm after orgasm. We learned how this operates. Dopamine is extremely, extremely addictive. Worse than sugar, even. You know? And for that purpose, the the species wants sex. It wants uh, it wants sugar. It wants you know. The hemoglobin is the worst thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> Can I it quote is, you? You absolutely can. It's the worst thing we ever devised. You know what I mean? I'll put a drug factory in your brain that can produce any feeling you want. You know? And the thing about brain synapses is the more you use them, the fatter they get. They get thick. You know? We're well, hitting the lever right so now. So those guys in the social dilemma didn't think that it was that we're doomed, though. I well, mean, all of, of them had at least a... They're all rich. Well, they're already there, they're, right? They're loaded. They feel definite separation from what's happening with everybody else. But you that know? wasn't what they were saying. They were saying, yeah, they're doing a public service. They got their money. <laughs> they, all of them are out of the game. They got their money, they're out, and now they want to talk about how shitty it is. Oh. The guy, excuse me for my language. Sorry about that, but might you know what was okay what was the what was the chinese guy at, at enron um that oh, got out uh, yeah uh, uh Wu Pai. Lo, no lupai Lu yeah, yeah yeah he yeah. got his 30 300 million or whatever it was right. and, and bailed yeah nothing happened to him what do you feel and they asked him what do you what do you <laughs> i mean what do you feel about all the people that lost their life savings and all the yeah. every the the, the 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 swath of damage caused by all this I don't really feel anything at all about it. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, Lupi. Okay. <laughs> all right, fair enough. I don't feel anything at all. Okay. <sighs> well. Not much. What did we learn? Not much. I answered before you asked. Yes, you did. And I, I don't know. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hang... I'm going to hang my hat on some of the optimism that at the end of Social Dilemma. And to get more fully, um, is the awareness mm. that is provided in a, a movie like Social mm -hmm. uh, Dilemma or in the age of AI, Frontline's 
show uh, right. a year ago. Right. Is the information there? Is it any sort of armor at all against what's happening? Well, let me ask you this. A man sitting in his bathroom has been smoking crack for six hours. <laughs> he suddenly comes to realization that maybe this isn't good for me. Right. That's my answer. Yes. What, what's <laughs> going to happen tomorrow? Yeah. It's crack cocaine. We're powerless against it. You know? Powerless. Powerless. Against the AI. Look, it's hey, not... but that's people. We, we did it. If we're not going to stop it, we might as well try to join the team, is my point. Let's embrace it. We'll t we could talk about but this some the, other time. But, but the team is a soulless monster with non-human goals. I don't think you can call it a monster. It is a monster. It's doing exactly what it was designed to do. We just didn't think it out far enough. You know what I mean? It's we, providing a it more looks efficient... looks like we didn't think it out at all. It's providing a more efficient, seamless online experience. Oh, well, that's wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. Thanks a lot, James, and uh, thanks for listening.